0: All right, we are live. Welcome to the Joe Kilgallen podcast, everybody. I am the aforementioned Joe Kilgallen, comedian based out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we got a good one in store for you today, broadcasting live on both Facebook and YouTube. Big shout out to all the podcast subscribers, all my YouTube subscribers, all the TikTokers. Is that what we're calling you guys, TikTokers? Either way, I am very excited for this one. We got, as you can see them already. See, it's probably bad of me. You know what, Jonah, I probably should have revealed you. Let's try this again. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna go. Just me.
1: Right? Just All minute. right. Here
0: we go. This dude is a producer of the hottest show in the city of Chicago. A hysterical comedian in his own right. Actually, a producer of two of the hottest shows. One of which was gonna be pitched as a pilot called The Blackout Diaries. The other show is called Comedians You Should Know. Everyone, please welcome the one and only Jonah Jerkins. Hey, hey there
1: I am. There you are,
0: buddy. There How there are I you, am. Jonah?
1: I'm fantastic. I'm so excited I'm talking to you right now. Dude, we had ourselves a
0: time. Let's talk about that. Last Wednesday, everybody. Now, I I for the people listening across America, we all have to admit the United States is doing a piss poor job with this whole uh coronavirus, COVID uh, 19, whatever you want to call it. But our city of Chicago and our state of Illinois, pretty damn good. We're doing good. Pretty we're good. like one of the only we're like the only state where it's declining. So that's nice. And Jonah and myself got together with some of the guys. Uh, all the dudes. We had uh, Blake Burkhardt's been on the podcast, Bobby Buzz, Joe Fernandez, frequenter of the podcast, um, you, of course. And then we had Danny Callis. He had A there? man who I've known he won't do it. Everyone. <laughs> Why
1: not? He's like your best friend.
0: I know. He is. He is like my best friend. He stood <laughs> up at my wedding. He was an usher. And uh, we're very close. We were one of the few comedians who could get together and talk about stuff not related to comedy. You know how comedians could be. He's just like a dude who's just like, I don't do interviews. He's one of those mysterious human beings. And pe- the longtime listeners of this podcast know I've been trying to get him on it because I think people would love him. He'd be a hit. He's got that voice.
1: Yeah. He's got good insight. Very funny. man.
0: Yeah. He knows a little bit about everything and he's, he's fun. Like he doesn't take yeah. shit too seriously. Yeah. So uh, we all got together in uh, my garage and right before the podcast started, Joni, you said you had such a great time and that makes me feel really good that you had a good time. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's like this. This pandemic shutdown sucks, so, like, it really makes you appreciate the relationships of friends that you have. And then when you get to see them, it's, like, so exciting. Like, I haven't seen you or Danny since that happened. I was, like, so excited to see you guys. It was fun. I had a good time.
0: It was great. It was a nice little impromptu thing. I wasn't really... You know, I had some friends be like, "Hey, where's my invite?" I'm like, "It was like a last. We didn't really oh. like plan this weeks in advance." And you can't have 20 people in a garage. No. Six of us was was perfectly comfortable. We we're distance enough. We we're playing Mario Kart. Yeah, 64. I busted out the old 64. Something about playing an old school video game system felt appropriate. Oh, you have to. Where? Yeah, I mean, a PS4, a new Xbox, whatever. Those are great and all. But it felt like, hey, we're in a garage. We were drinking Miller Lite and MGD um you had some hard stuff though what were you rocking what was i rocking
1: i was, drink- was drinking i think i was just drinking some Truly's. i believe
0: man dude you and the damn um sparkling alcohol or whatever the hell we call those things uh you were on that train way before everyone else you were on yeah. the truly bandwagon before white claw was a thing
1: Oh, i was uh i was at a target you were just at target i was at a target years ago and i was walking down the aisle and they had um a 12 pack on sale for $10, and I was like, What is this sparkling? Like, I was like, Hard, hard seltzer. And I bought it, and uh, another comedian, Dan Dries, and I drank it that night. And I was like, This is not good, it feels like I'm just <laughs> drinking water. And then it it's blown up ever since. And I'm so excited that I was on that tip before anybody.
0: Well, oh, look, our buddy Chris Bader, hilarious comedian, yeah, yeah, he
1: says it's addicting, yeah, he's a
0: good, he's a good dude, that Chris Bader.
1: I was, uh, yeah, man. I was dating a nurse at the time, and then I, I gave her one of the trillies, and I was just like, hey, do you like this seltzer? And she drank it, and she was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I might bring that to work. I'm like, "That's there's alcohol in that. And she was like, are you fucking serious? I was like, yeah, there's alcohol. There's like more than a beer. And she's like, that's not good. I'm like, I think I'm going to die in a year for sure from this.
0: It's still amazing to me how Mike's Hard Lemonade always got shit on like, it got ripped on hard. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. This is a funny story. With everything that's been going on with um, cancel culture and and comedians and oh, so-and-so said this 12 years ago and blah, 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 blah. I was talking with a friend. And I think I was talking with you guys, actually, when you guys were in the garage. Because we were at, we were asking about, like, hey, do you have anything online that you're like, ah, oh, shit, I better delete that. I did. I had one joke. And it was last year, right before I was going to get my YouTube channel going. You know, I put my last album on, on YouTube and everything like that. I was like, "All right, let me comb through some stuff here." I had a joke about Mike's Hard Lemonade, about how if you were at a barbecue and you're drinking a regular lemonade, no one says shit. That's totally right. cool. Right. You're, you're drinking a lemonade that's five percent alcohol by volume, and all of a sudden it means you want to suck dick. Yeah. Except I actually use I use the fag word. I did everyone all on it, I and share. I was like, well, "I better delete." I deleted that off YouTube real quick, but it's yeah. still a good joke. It Kills um, in the clip. But yeah. it was amazing to me how, like, Mike's Heart Lemonade, everyone's like, what are you, fucking, huh? You, you like to suck balls? You like, you like to lick pubes? What are you doing, you little bitch, huh? But now White Claw, everyone's like, hey, no laws with the club, bro. White Claw's cool. I don't know. I just feel like Mike's her Lemonade, everyone owes apologies to Mike's Heart yeah. Lemonade. Uh, uh, I drinkers.
1: agree. Yeah, I agree with that and, like, Sm- Smirnoff Ice and uh, all those, like, quote-unquote, like, girly drinks. It's like, yeah, it's crazy how this slid in and then every macho guy is like yeah i love truly or i love uh, uh white cloth it's crazy
0: it's timing too it's gotta be yeah. timing because yeah everyone's fitness is a thing now people are more into being fit
1: yeah
0: where in 1999 or 2000 when Mike's star lemonade was making its first run people were still like no i'm fat and i like it you know yeah. i don't know if yeah. they are saying it like that but you know i digress <laughs> either way but yeah dude it was good because we had mario kart going uh, which I'll I'll say right now, everyone, I, I won the majority of those games. Even I was, in battle.
1: I, I was so frustrated, Joe, that you were winning. Because I find, I would consider myself good at that game. And I was so mad that you kept winning.
0: Yeah, I mean, it happens. I, I didn't win every race. I lost yeah. a couple. There was some people did some well-placed lightnings. When we did battle, that was fun. The Big Donut. I got fucked on the Big Donut. Yeah. Um, and then we switched to WCW N.W. Revenge. And you, my friend. Put oh, my, my clinic. God.
1: I, I, yeah, I forgot how good I was at that game. Joe, this is like I 20... Killed, I just killed a bug
0: on my wall. Hold on. Pacers. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a basement.
1: Yeah. It's just crazy how it's like you play those games and then you realize you're like, oh, I've been competitive about this one thing for 23 years. That's crazy. Like, I...
0: Who were you, who were you playing
1: again? Or were you? I mean, we did a Royal Rumble, which was awesome. But
0: you had yeah. one guy in particular that I think you just killed it with. Yeah, who was I? I forget.
1: A barbarian? I barbarian. Dude, I it's when you die and you spawn as a new person, I was barbarian, and that's when I was killing you. Dude, uh, I
0: suck, man. I couldn't get anything going. I was Buff Bagwell for way too long. Oh, dude, Buff was great though. Buff is great. Dude, Buff is the stuff, and the ladies just can't get enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If
0: you guys don't know who Buff Bagwell is and you're watching this on YouTube, I will not take offense if no. you click off of our live podcast to check out who Buff marcus buff bagwell is he had a great finisher called the blockbuster which you do like a thing on the top rope it was Uh, like a neck breaker yeah 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 yeah. top rope grab the guy and like neck it was almost like a flip suplex type of deal
1: yeah i forgot and then he rolled with when he
0: was uh, with wcw he was tag team partners with uh big papa pump scott steiner
1: oh that's right yeah when they were in, in nwo yeah yeah
0: do that little muscle pop, like,
1: pump. that. Do you remember that little muscle? Yeah, he yeah, had a little middle thing was, that was like right there. It's so weird. It's like an alien coming out. It was like yeah. Oh,
0: ditch. By the way, I look, I look. pretty fucking good right now. Huh? You look you good, look man. That? Yeah, look at that. Thanks, dude. I don't know. It's like they say. Yeah. Like you should get like you're supposed to get tan to make your arms pop more. Yeah. I don't know if everyone's listening knows this, but like think about uh, bodybuilders. They all fake tan like crazy because it makes your muscles pop. It makes you look bigger. Yeah. You know white people are like uh, if you have two guys who are the same size, ones like pasty white and ones like you know black dude. The black dude's always going to look more ripped, yeah. even if they're equally ripped. It's just a it's an eye thing.
1: An um
0: I should be careful. I feel like I'm slipping. I'm going down a path where it could make me look bad.
1: No, you never know.
0: You never know. I feel like any kind of reference to certain things,
1: you, dude. You, know, you got
0: to be got to be careful. It's probably but, making it weirder that I'm bringing it up. That I'm no pointing it out makes it weirder. You're right,
1: I, son of I, a bitch, dude. I like I like that you're bringing that up because like. I don't know if this is a conversation we should have, uh, uh, live, but like, uh, when all this, it's a very good thing that's happening. And I like that it's happening, but like my newer podcast partner, uh, when was so afraid that we were going to get called out for maybe jokes that we've made on our podcast and she like went through all of our podcasts listening and and just was like combing through this, the tiniest thing like that could be taken the wrong way. And I I don't know. I got upset because I was like, uh, our listeners understand our context. Like we're not bad people. We don't say bad things. We don't, we don't push the limit. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a podcast about the bachelor. Like there's nothing wrong to really be said, but it was, uh, unless you say
0: something like, man, Enough with picking oh, yeah, yeah. white people. I'm I mean, oh, but, dude, it's but,
1: like yeah. Uh, well,
0: here's the thing about that. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jonah. No,
1: uh, I'm saying. That, I mean, there's definitely problems with the Bachelor because, I mean, uh, for I've been doing the podcast for like three years now, and it's always like, why are you not picking a black bachelor? They, they had like a black bachelorette, and she was like the my favorite bachelorette. So that's a problem. But it's like. Uh, I don't know. It's like kind of scary being a comedian that when you have stuff on YouTube, when you're like, yeah, I don't know, man, like 10 years ago, that was like not necessarily okay thing to say, but it was like, wasn't, you know what I mean? Like when,
0: yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've gone over like, this a few times, but it's, it can't be. like your joke. I think, Yeah. Like the joke I just mentioned, but I yeah. still think it's, I don't know why it's not being talked about more in the sense that Yes, you know you could go back ten years ago, and if you say something stupid ten years ago, it's still stupid, right? Right. But what kills me is that there's someone out there who's like, "Oh, so and so got a thing, and I need to now try to tear them down." Like yeah. that comedian Shane Gillis on yeah. SNL. Yeah, he got a thing, and everyone was, and not everyone, but some douchebag out there was like, "I'm going to comb through all this stuff." It's a podcast, you know what I mean? Like I stuck up yeah. for um, a lot of, uh, so many podcasts, man, because you're talking. Like, think about Joe Rogan's biggest podcast in the world. Rogan talks for two hours, um, an average of two hours. Some of his podcasts are three hours long, but let's say on yeah. average his podcast is two hours long. He's done over 1,500. That's 3,000 hours. You're going to find shit. You're going to like, and, and right. what kills me is what you said is, you know, your listeners know your sense of humor. Like that dude, Shane Gillis on SNL, his listeners knew he was joking around, but someone takes it out of context and that's what's fucked up. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's where like, that's where I can't stand like people who are like they say that like they're liberals. I'm like, that's not a liberal trait, though. That's just a piece of shit trait. Liberals oh, are supposed yeah. to be like if, like, if you don't like it, change it. Down. That's what they said.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is this? Oh, My man, Kevin Hawkins, says the problem is you have a favorite bachelorette. See, you do. And yeah. like I haven't watched The Bachelor of The Bachelorette the last couple of years. And everyone for backstory, Jonah runs a podcast called Petals and Pricks, which mm-hmm. is a very popular uh, bachelor podcast. Um, do you talk about the bachelorette as well? You guys just do the whole thing, right?
1: Yeah, we do every episode. Uh, we're not—they're doing like Best Dubs right now, so we're not doing that. But yeah, we do Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. They just listen to your heart, which I got shit on, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, we do all the. It's it's a fun. I like movie.
0: the one where they get them all on an island, where you're like,
1: oh yeah, like, dude, that's what my. Now. That's, that's Bachelor in Paradise. That's my favorite. That's like, because like the way they edit it too is like they they clearly are making fun of these people, which is kind of interesting. Um, this is like a fun podcast, you know. Because like, no, that's I, cool, man. Do you watch reality shows? Um, I do here
0: and there. I I don't. I'm not like that into them. It's not yeah. like my favorite genre. It's not my favorite genre of television. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of ones that I used to be into. Um, I liked Shark Tank for like a year or two. I watched that. I'm okay. gonna try. What other ones? Um, I just like the what's the other one that was pretty good um it's been a while it's been a while yeah, I've yeah. Been, i haven't really the bachelor I, I was watching for a while i think when i lived in la i watched it like every monday oh, because you it really? was on right yeah it was on right before like i'd run out to do um this one open mic that our friend Lindsay adams okay. would run so i was oh, like yeah. there's like a monday routine you know not a have a stand up on mondays in la yeah. i mean well the parlor and the comedy store we'd go to the comedy store and hang out try to get up on stage there but uh that, that like, when, monday nights are just free for all
1: is that when amber was on though no,
0: Amber was on Amber James. Everyone, a friend yeah. of mine, who's been on the she's been on the Bachelor twice, and then Bachelor in Paradise once. Yeah. It was interesting when she was on my podcast because it was right when the podcast was starting out. So I still don't know. I, I wish people would go back and listen to that one because uh, you know, still new to the this format of the podcast. She told some really cool inside stories. Like they fuck with your head as a contestant. Yeah, and they close like if that was filming right now. The people would, well, I don't know, pandemic, they'd probably tell them about, but a lot of stuff they wouldn't tell you about. They wouldn't let them watch the news. They just, they made it so that you were only in that world and they wanted you to like miss your family. Like you couldn't talk to your family. I think they wanted you to get emotionally strung out that way you'd you'd cry more or you'd be more likely to fight another girl. Just like stuff like that, where I'm like, Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Get a a little caddy up in that bitch.
1: Oh dude, it's crazy to me cuz like we've interviewed a few people on our podcast that's been on the show and it's like I don't know how you feel about this with reality stars because like I mean Joe, you you know, we're comedians, we've we work really hard at this. Uh we're trying to get notoriety, you know, like you have this great podcast. Um so we're trying to like just like figure it out, you know? And these people, they go from nobody knows who you are one day and then a month later, everybody knows who you are. Like, yeah. did you imagine that? Like, we had we had Diggy Moreland on who who's uh, was a pretty popular uh, person. And then he he works at Groupon in Chicago. And he was talking about how, like, when he before he was on, he was just like walked down the hallways and like nobody would even look at him and like even really recognize him. And then all of a sudden he's on the podcast. Uh, he's on' the, not podcast he's on the show and then he's walking down that same hallway and people are like pointing being like oh that's Dickie from the show and like people will like give him roses as a joke and it's just crazy how like I've uh, I had friends I had a friend that was on the real world um like years ago and it's just interesting how like you go from nobody knows you to absolutely famous kind of and then that fame is fleeting right? You're losing it so much. So you try to do whatever you can to like, keep that going, you know?
0: Yeah. I think the difference though, you're talking about like with us as comedians and stuff with them, they weren't pursuing fame. I guess they were once they submitted the audition tape to be on right. the bachelor. We're like, say, say two weeks from now, you know, one of your jokes on, you know, Instagram just blows up or whatever. Right. And all of a sudden you just are sworn with followers and you're, you're a big deal now. It really wouldn't be overnight. I think it was there's some famous comedian, I don't know, maybe Richard Lewis or someone like back in the day who said, Oh, by the way, Carl Reiner, R.I.P. everybody. That sucks. Uh, But 98, though, also 98. Sad day because he contributed so much to American comedy. Like, if you don't know, you know who Carl Reiner is, everybody. Um, For for the newer generation, Carl Reiner played uh, Saul. In the Ocean's Eleven movies.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very good in
0: that role. And he, and he wrote and directed some of the best comedies. The Jerk, Steve Martin, amazing. He collaborated with Steve Martin a bunch. But anyway, I was going to say, uh, but yeah, RIP him. Great guy. Uh, son's a good director, too. He played Meathead and All in the Family. Yeah. Is that, I think the phrase was, it takes it takes like over a decade to become an overnight sensation or mm-hmm. something like that. So like to the public, to the public, it's like, oh, this person came out of nowhere. But everyone in that world, in that industry knows, oh, no, so-and-so had been, you know, grinding it out and doing all this shit and putting in all this work for a long time. Now, it didn't just happen for them, especially in comedy, because comedy, you can't be discovered like music. Music, you could just be singing and someone's like, they got a great voice and they're just ready because you either have a voice or you don't. I mean, I guess you can make your voice a little bit better over time, but usually the talent's there or it's not. Where comedy, the funniest dude you know in your class, the funniest guy at the bar, the funniest guy you grew up with they usually 99% of the time can't just go up on stage and be good because no. it's a different atmosphere. It's a different world. It's a different beast.
1: Yeah. I mean, is. we're st-
0: like, I, I, I meet people all the time that are like, Oh, I'm funny, but I think I'm just like inside funny. Like my friends think I'm funny. And yeah. I usually tell them, I go, well, listen, obviously that won't play to hundreds of strangers in a comedy club, but with a little bit of work, you could take an inside joke and make it like an outside joke. Yeah. You know, instead of saying it, my buddy, my buddy Mikey, you just say, Hey, we all know this one asshole, and you describe Mikey in a sentence, and everyone be like, Oh yeah, that guy, the guy that counts his beers, the guy that like you know what I mean, the guy that's always like, I was just close to playing D one or whatever the
1: fuck it is. Everyone yeah, like, knows yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah.
0: My friends my friends listening right now are like, which Mikey is he talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no one's specific. Like, right? And it's like, Mikey, you know who the fuck you are. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, Dude,
0: like fucking um, there's always that dude that I still, it's weird, man. I still have a couple friends that are like that. I'm going to text thread I don't give a fuck. I'm, my buddy, Mike Brogan, I love you, but you gotta stop doing this shit. He'll be like, <laughs> I had like 17 beers last night. You probably didn't. You probably didn't, buddy. No. But also like, stop count. Well, who still counts? We're in our fucking mid thirties. You got oh, two no. kids. Don't be counting your beers anymore. Oh it yeah. It was cool up, up until 23, I give you. But if you're an adult and you're still like, I had, I had nine beers last night. I'm like, no, you didn't. Or oh, yeah. you did, but also shut the fuck up. Grow up. Right. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think if I got like really drunk and somebody was like, How many drinks do you have last night? I would be like, I have no fucking clue. Like I don't like that's also the people that like, count like how many people they slept with is sad to me. I always feel like like
0: I mean you have a count, you probably have a count, but why would you openly tell I don't people, know. you know? I,
1: I, did you have a count? I don't have a count. I have no idea. Uh, well,
0: Jonah, I mean, you're putting up Hall of Fame numbers. Nobody, uh, I, it would be weird if you did know my man, I've seen, yeah you guys don't know. I've been around Jonah, this guy just fighting him off. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're being nice to me. All right, uh, man, a name like Jonah Jerkins, my friend, you, you put in the work and you deserve what the results may be.
1: You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. For sure. All right, man. Um, I wanted to ask you uh this because you're a big pro wrestling fan. What's going on with like the WWE right now? I heard like, do they all have this COVID right now?
1: Dude, I don't really. You know, that's a good question. I don't really know. Uh, I kind of stopped watching. It's just so bad right now that the the wrestling storylines are shit. Um,
0: I heard they had Ric Flair out there. Isn't he like ninety yeah. six?
1: No, he just looks like he's ninety six because. Do you know like how like I guess I'm this way, but like okay, I don't want to call out a, a specific comic. but you know like okay, I heard I saw Nick Swartzen... I heard him on WTF like years ago, and he was just like, "I want to be that comic who like drinks as much as I do now, and like kind of makes it okay." And then everybody saw the wrong Missy, and they're like, "Well, Swartzon looks like shit. Like he looks bad. Like that's just years of drinking that hard catches K- up to you." You know? You
0: no, know, Nick Swartzon is probably an alcoholic. I got I yeah. got a story from you. This is a story about Nick Swartzen from that was passed down to me. Um, they were drinking at your one of your favorite bars, The Pony. Mm. Swartzman was in the sports was in the Pony, really. And uh, yeah, I wasn't there, but a, a friend of mine who used oh. to freak with that place a lot was there. This and a, uh, the show was at The Pony. Oh, the poster behind you, yeah, yeah, it's at The Pony. Nice, uh, I like the ponies, good bar. And uh, he got so f- like fucking drunk, they like he was with a group and they were like trying to like watch him make sure he's okay. He disappeared, and then um. Like four, four or five in the morning, they got a call from him, and he was like passed out along the train tracks on Ravenswood. Oh my god, Jesus! Yeah, yeah, like he's he's a fucking mess. Nice guy. I mean, I met him once or twice in L.A. Yeah, like just totally hammered. And I, is is he openly gay or no?
1: No, I, t- I
0: mean, yeah, he, he is. Which is obviously we're all cool with that. Yeah. But like, I don't, I didn't know if he was, I didn't know if it was like a known thing or not. I don't you know, like, like, Todd Glass was in the closet for a long time when yeah. he came out? It's I don't know it, if he was or not.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think he's come out. I know it's kind of like, it's like that's kind of interesting with the comedy thing. It's like, you know, you kind of, like, know something about somebody for so long, and then, like, the public doesn't know, you know? Um,
0: yeah, dude. I was talking about that recently with someone about how every comedian knew the Louis C.K. shit. Oh, years uh, ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Eric West <laughs> just commented, said, "Well, he is now." Like, I didn't mean, I'm not outing Nick and anyone. I'm, I'm shit. Maybe right. I am. Fuck. This is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we just outed Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's not gay, but I, I was under the impression that he was, or maybe he was just flirting with me to make me uncomfortable because he thought it was funny. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 was laughing.
1: He flirted with you? Yeah. Was that
0: dude? It was funny. It was at the fucking the Improv in Hollywood on Melrose, and it was with him, him, and Owen Benjamin. And then Benjamin went off the deep end, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird night. But uh, anyway, dude, I, he, Nick Swartzen sexuality doesn't matter. Anyone? I didn't doesn't, know. I'm just saying. Dude. But you're right. Do we know shit before the public? And then sometimes your brain's like, is this public
1: knowledge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You man. know, like
0: the Louis D K. thing. Everyone knew about it. I would heard about it when I first started stamping in like, 2007. Yeah, and coincidentally, that was like the last year he was accused of it. So that was another thing oh, where, like, yeah. 10 years later it came out, even though everyone had known.
1: Yeah. Um, it just, you know, took yeah, some he time, d- I guess. He did my college, and we all hung out afterwards. And What uh, college did you go to? Uh, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. And he uh, – like, we went out, and he just, he just wanted to hang out with the boys the whole night. I mean, he never, like, you know – I didn't know if he was gay or not, but, like, I heard stories, and then – it was, you know, he was just, like, he, he, like, was not interested in, like, meeting girls or, you know, like, sometimes you're, like, like, where are the girls at, like, you know, when you meet those comics? And he he wasn't like that at all. Uh, super nice guy. Like, I had, a, I had a lot of fun with him. But, yeah, it's weird how, like, it, it, dude, I saw Todd. I love David Spade. David Spade is, like, one of my favorite comedians. Like, straight, straight. up. Straight up, like, Take the Hit is, like, one of the best specials, I think, ever um because it hit i watched it when i was in middle school so it was like right at i right wish your moment. internet
0: was working better buddy
1: is it not working that well right now
0: i'll just call it out there's every you every seven words you get a little bit of a like i didn't um, hear the name of you named david spade special but i don't know what the name is take the you hit. went out right at that moment
1: take the hit take the hit thank you yeah. okay i'm sorry dude my my internet's being all fucked up right now um, don't worry
0: about it it's all a good one, man
1: people uh,
0: understand we got a lot of big shit going on in the world. It's okay if they can't understand you every nine words.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's important. Um No, you were saying, but you were saying about David Spade, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, so like uh Marty DeRosa and I saw went to see Spade and Todd Glass opens. And that's after he came out and he had the heart attack, and he didn't do any jokes about being gay or like or coming out or uh, or having a heart attack and it's like you're like such an interesting person i want to hear jokes ab- about that like i want to hear B U R. you are and for some reason i don't i don't know why but he just felt like he didn't he shouldn't like talk about that stuff or it's like it's like so interesting to hear a person that was like closeted for like such a long time and then have to come out and then like i want to hear about that i i don't know it, i just like yeah.
0: maybe he didn't want to i don't know maybe he didn't want to like make people think that he was going to be like a the new gay comic on the scene, or something. I, mean, I don't okay. think anyone would really, because everyone's got a lot of respect for Ty Glass. He was cool as hell. A good friend of mine. Um, I came back. Uh, what year was this? 2015. You know, I was living in LA, but I came back for that comedy festival, the Comedy Exposition. Mm-hmm. And um, my show was at that bar. I was headlining the show uh, right before his show. He was doing like the ten o'clock, and I was on. I was doing the eight. At the crocodile in Wicker park and um and he was oh, sorry, i think he was on the ten o'clock like, yeah and he couldn't have been cooler like my oh, buddy yeah. um my buddy dan guller shout out to dan guller he uh just became a fireman and todd wanted to talk to him about fireman shit and i remember like leaving and then coming back because they were like this like outside little patio area and the two of them were still like you know going on and on i'm like oh it's not that interesting you put the fires out come on let's talk about some other shit right yeah <laughs> I mean, no, I'm kidding. But obviously, uh, he was just like one of those good dudes. You know what I mean? He didn't yeah. seem like, you know, he didn't see, I mean, not that he's like super famous, but he talked to every comic and he talked to like every person, like he was just a regular dude.
1: That's so not cool, a guy man. that
0: was on Comedy Central 30 times that one year or whatever, because he was on um, Colin Quinn's show all the time.
1: All the time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but He's- yeah, I, it's weird, though, because what you were saying, though, why wouldn't he talk about that? I think what makes us like our favorite comedians and what makes like Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle such monsters is that they talk about what's going on in their life. Yeah. And to you know, survive a heart attack and like come out of the closet at that age in the same year, essentially. It's like, dude, come on, man. You got to yeah. let us know. Like, give us your take.
1: Dude, so it's so I like I want to hear about that. Like, that's so cool. Like, when comics start really sharing, that's when I'm, like, I like them. Like, I think, like, like last, was it two years ago? Chris Rock's last special, Tambourine, his second half was so good because he was, like, talking about, like, porn addiction and cheating and divorce, and it was, like, so personal. I loved it. It was so great. It was so nice great. to
0: hear someone say, it was really nice to hear someone say, I was a shitty husband. Like, we yeah. talked about it. Like, I was yeah. awful and I was, I was shit and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, the first half of that special, I agree with you, wasn't much, but the second half was fantastic. Oh, the good. first half was bad because we have Twitter now. So, when you have a comedian yeah. like Chris Rock back in the late 90s, early 2000s, giving his take on hot button issues, it's just boring now. It's like, we, yeah. don't, we know. Like, we everyone has 24 hour news networks. I mean, by, like, dude, by noon, I could give a fuck about what's going on in the news. Right. Because it's already been. I'm already bored by it, you know? So I don't yeah. want to hear a comedian's take on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to be really, you have to come at it in a really original way. That's the way I feel.
1: Right. And that's why, like, when he switched to, like, his personal shit, I was like, man. Like, because... Uh, well, here's a here's post. I didn't
0: mean to cut you off.
1: Ty yeah.
0: Glass wrote a book about it, not the same as the comedy routine, but I enjoyed it. Thank you, Eric West, for that comment. All right, there oh, we that's go. Great. We
1: I, I would yeah, love man. to check that out. I would love to check that out, Yeah. Uh, do you
0: read do you, do you, are you a reader do you know how to read books and stuff
1: well, I, Man, I don't know how, <laughs> yeah. i don't know how to read but i have a lot of books i do i always buy books and then i never read them but i yeah, like I like owning books more
0: that i like reading them too
1: yeah like it's just I, nice
0: I, to look at a bookcase full of books yeah, dude, I,
1: yeah. like literally right, up, right above here i have books so i'm like <laughs> i'm like didn't read that didn't read that here i'm gonna tell you something. here is the book I have a "Steal the Show," which is about storytelling. Never read that. I have the pl- the publicity handbook. Never read that. Clearly, you should uh, check that one out. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. I have competitive advantage, which is all. About- uh, I
0: wanted you to take like a karma sutra out. Clearly, no, well, I, have, know, I have I have, I
1: have the it factor, uh, which is all about something. Um, what is the it factor? No, seriously, what is that about? Be the the one people like, listen to, and remember. So it's about, like, I think it's about Bezos, actually. Jeff Bezos? Yeah, somebody, somebody, oh, uh, (laughs) is this fun for you or no? Um, Oh, it is, actually, man. I'm hoping you'd get something juicy, though. I have the Modern Gentleman. There we go. Which is a guide to essential manners, savvy, and vice.
0: Does it teach you how to finger? What's going on with that one, huh? Yeah, there you there you it
1: says we're This whole thing's all about fingering. It's really nice. going
0: dry with calloused fingers. You pieces of shit. No, on,
1: dude, do your fucking. finger. problem.
0: That's a big problem right now with the gender yeah. equality. If men not a properly finger, not yeah. all men, obviously.
1: The but psychology to... of the psychology influence of persuasion. This is when I was really into sales, and it was all about convincing people to make them do what you want. Uh, I, I lent my book out, but I have, I have, um, I have, uh, the fuck is it called? I have a mystery book. Do you remember mystery? The pickup artist book, the pickup artist?
0: I mean, obviously I never had to read anything like that.
1: No. Yeah. You're like, you're the most handsome boy in the world. You have a very pretty was wife. six feet tall and I lies, So it's like, why would I need to? Right. I'm no, I thought
0: the game by Neil Strauss was the big one. That's
1: it. That's the game. It, that's it. The game. I have, I have that, game. but I, I lent it out to Blake Burkhardt's dad because he wanted to read it. Fuck off. Really? Is his dad single? swear to God. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is single because his wife died two years ago. But yeah. Uh, that took
0: a dark-ass turn, man. I was not expecting a it. dark it's turn. It
1: did. Like it. Don't worry. I well, have, yeah, he's single.
0: He uh, dead. But like, yeah, huh?
1: come on. You could have said that gently. Joshua Jay's amazing book of cards. If you want to learn how about Dude, cards. I totally
0: forgot. Hey everybody, Jonah Jerkins. By the way, I, I know some people are like, they're really going through his fucking library. You we don't might like
1: Joe. You might this is the last one we do. You might like this. I can not accept not trying with Michael Jordan on the pursuit of excellence. This is a very good book. This is just Michael Jordan quotes about how crazy. Anything about
0: Michael, Michael Jordan quotes, I'm all about it. I like a good quote book.
1: Yeah. I, I've, I, read, I've read books of like presidential quotes and stuff. They're nice.
0: They're fun. Uh, it makes you, it's an easy reading. You get some wisdom out of it, you know, but, uh, dude, you, you reminded me with that magic book. Didn't you used to, you were like a production. You were production on the Carbonero effect.
1: Yeah. Uh, I see
0: like reruns for that on during the day all the time on true TV.
1: Yeah, I was on the, I was on the, I was, uh, I don't, I, I had to sign an NDA, so I don't know exactly what I can say, but basically what I did is I would set up, uh the people to get pranked is what is my was my job so i would um so basically like the people that got pranked on the show uh uh like thought they were doing most of them thought that they were doing an errand for a job that they had and i was the boss at the job they had and i would say i need you to go to this walgreens and i need you to buy like a blue pair of gloves and then that's how uh, Mike Carbonero would know that that person's is getting pranked. Was kind of oh. like, yeah, yeah. By yeah. the way, everything
0: everything you described sounds like what you shouldn't be talking about if you sign an NDA. I know,
1: I know, I know. But I, uh, that was a few years ago, so I think I'm fine. You're probably um, fine. Um, whatever.
0: Okay, well, let me know if I have to take this one down. I've had to do that in the past for people. <laughs> I no, I don't. I
1: don't. Dude, I don't care. I don't care. Oh, I do have uh, a
0: couple podcasts I had to take down. They're on the Patreon, though. Everyone, feel free to check out the good old Patreon information right there at the
1: bottom of the screen. Oh my god, you yeah, um, Was it the uh, um, uh, Joe? Was it the <laughs> Was it the St. Patrick's Day episode from two years ago?
0: No, that one... Oh, man, that one never got published. We did a live St. Patrick's Day episode of the podcast on in twenty was it March of 2019? Yeah, it had to be because we didn't do March be, yeah. of 2020. And man, did I get drunk. <laughs> um, you you at one point, I had the clip, I should post that one on YouTube. I'll post it on YouTube uh, this week, everybody. With Nolan? Friday, uh, It's a great clip. It's so funny. So it was, we had like a panel going for that one, and people were popping in and out of the mic, but the core four, uh, after Alex Joyce, Alex Joyce, I love you, but you said three words during a podcast, so It was easy to replace you on the mic. (laughs) And finally, someone's like, take the fucking mic for him. He's not even talking. Um, I don't know if he was too drunk or tired. But uh, it was Nolan Rafferty, owner of Galway Bay Pub, Jonah Jerkins, whose face you're looking at right now, myself, and comedian Joe Fernandez, who's been on the podcast a lot. Love, Joe. Uh, You are pouring your heart out to Nolan about how your parents – I'm not giving away anything, everyone. I'm not outing Jonah here. He's very open about this how his parents were heroin addicts and how, you know, that childhood wasn't all that great because of it. And uh, Joe Fernandez and I are not listening to you at all. Like, and, and, you know, James Webb, our producer showed up and we have multi-camera shoot going. We have three cameras going and he's got the camera on you and Nolan. And Nolan's like, yeah, yeah. And then you're talking. You're like, yeah, and then it was my mom's rock bottom hit um, when she found me. And then Nolan just goes, hold on, hold on. Hey, shut the fuck up, you, it hits. And it cuts to me and Fernandez, and I'm just, like, pushing Fernandez, there's like, laughing about something, totally ignoring you. And then Nolan's slurring his words because he's hammered out of his mind. And this is all at um, noon. This yeah. is at noon, everybody, on yeah. actual St. Patrick's Day. None of, that, none of that parade day bullshit. Yeah. People usually have- – Chicago like to go oh the Saturday before St. Patrick's Day will party no you party on the real day and I yeah. pray every year it's not a Tuesday because the real people show up on a Tuesday anyhow and uh, it cuts to us and we're like you know laughing like fucking children and no one's like hey hey his dad died heroin <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you idiots. Yeah. And then he's like, and like we're like, wait, your dad died? And then no one's like, My dad's not dead, he's over there, dad. Because <laughs> his dad was playing pool and shit. Yeah. And then and then I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, man. I feel bad. I go, So, so tell me, tell me about tell me about your dad. You know, I'm slurring my words and stuff. And you're like, oh no, I was just saying about my dad. And then it cuts back to me. I'm on my phone. It cuts to you. <laughs> and it cuts back to me. And I'm literally on my phone, just not paying attention.
1: That's so funny.
0: It uh, really was hilarious. I was, I was crying with laughter because. And then it went back to Nolan, and he was on it. So nobody, you pouring your heart out about this serious thing, and all right. three of us could or just could give a fuck, not listening it, whatsoever.
1: That was such a fun day. It's one of those days where you're like, "Yeah, I want to be creative and fun," uh, and then it just ends up being a shit show, and you're like, "I don't want anyone to ever." I I think I blacked out. I blacked out on that podcast for sure. No, that
0: that podcast was almost three hours long, and the video, everyone. I'm pretty sure it's completely all the way up on my Patreon. So if you ever want to uh, check that out, check out the Patreon. I think like three bucks a month. Be a great way to support the podcast. Hey, everyone listening. Three, what's $3 a month? One less beer? Bars are closed anyway. They're closing right. in Texas and Arizona tomorrow. Can't go to bars? Well, Chicago's open though, actually. Yeah. Um, have you gone? Yeah. Turn, I have not yet. I was going to text Nolan because Galway's open. Um, yeah. I want to go when it's chill. I didn't. I didn't like. Look, you. You know me, Joan. I'm a big bar guy. I love pubs. Yeah. Um. But I didn't want to like the first day. Everyone's gonna be like there, and it's almost like an amateur hour type of. Thing. Yeah. It's like yeah, your, New year, your New Year's Eve or your St. Patrick's Day, where you're like all these people who bear. It's like really, really, Jonathan. You went to a bar three times last year. You just had to go on opening day. You, like you were dying. You're all cooped up. It's like right. that's what killed me. All, all these people who never exercise a day in their life. Quarantine shows up and they're all like, "I got to find a gym." It's like, why do you? It's, I don't, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone. I just didn't get it. I didn't get that way of thinking,
1: dude. Um, I've been doing a lot of walks. Like that's like my quarantine like thing. Walks a and day. yeah, and uh I've been doing like ten miles a day, dude. It's crazy how much I'm doing. But it's it's walk so ten miles. St- yeah, walked ten miles today. Yeah, I walked ten miles probably at least four times a, a week because Marty who's been on your podcast was all about walking. Cause he's in his forties. And, uh, <laughs> that's such a dick
0: way to say it. That was such a I dick know, I way to
1: say it. I know. I you
0: know, know, know. He's, 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 walking up. Cause he's, he's old as fuck the knees yeah, So, that's
1: so all he, he's like, got, he went up an incline and then like pulled his calf muscle. Cause he's old as shit. Um, says the guy who's 37, uh, so like, I just wanted to beat him in his steps. So I've been doing so many steps. That's that's like, dude, I, I have no direction right now. I don't know how, how I mean, you have two kids. So I, understandably, that's like good. I have no yeah. direction. I have nothing that I'm shooting for. I don't, you know, like, so my only my only goal is trying to beat my step count. Like, that's all, all right, I Jonah. Have. What?
0: Jonah, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm here for you. Let's talk about this. You feel sad about having no direction, right? Yeah. let uh, What's
1: what's what's your, do you have, do you have any fears right now? Are you worried about the future? Oh, dude, my anxiety has been through the roof. Is your yours? Has not.
0: No, it has been man. There's a lot. Like I try to, you know, everyone who knows me knows I'm a very positive guy. You know, I'm very uplifting and positive, and uh, sure, yeah, even keel, always in control of my emotions. Uh-huh. I uh, I've just um yeah, it's weird because we don't know when the the thing we do, we never thought it would just. Cease to exist essentially and i'm optimistic i mean you know comedy bar right, is doing rooftop shows yeah. i did a show in wisconsin on saturday i probably should be oh, talking about this? yeah i did a show with uh community rebecca gibson the
1: two of us went up to wisconsin oh, Lake that's right. I Ellen. Saw- yeah i saw i saw rebecca this weekend so she's she talking about that yeah yeah How'd no it, it was
0: fun it was good. I mean, um, shout out to Tyler, Vick, and um, Megan, who produced uh, booked those shows for uh TMUS comedy. It was good. It was just like, it was weird to be out. And it was good for the circumstances. The people in that town, and, and I, it's a small town, I get it, um, that, that, that pandemic didn't hit, hit them. It didn't happen no. to them. Like, I don't think they're aware of the rest of uh, what's happening. Um, and the sad thing is, usually, it, until it's too late, you know? Like I talked to one guy and he was like, these masks are bullshit. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not true. Actually, um, like, you know, my wife's a nurse. My stepmom's a nurse. I'm related to doctors. My cousin's like, they've yeah, no, it helps. Of course it yeah. helps. Yeah. Why wouldn't it help? You know, um, it's not foolproof. It's not like, you know, it reduces the chances of you spreading it to someone else. Wearing the mask isn't to protect you so much as to protect other people. So, yeah, it, it helps. It's not, again, it's not 100%. Um, And you know, I've we we haven't talked too much COVID on the podcast lately. I did an episode all about it when it first broke. Shit is—it's a real thing, everybody. I mean, if you're healthy, you're probably going to be okay. But you know, there's there are I've heard of healthy people who died, and people were like, "I can't believe this shit." Like, yeah, it has happened. Over 120,000 people have died. Have certain states maybe fucked up numbers, perhaps. But we've now found out that Florida fucked up the numbers in the other way. Florida. Um, from like in the same time period over the last ten years has had like eight hundred people die of pneumonia. This year, five thousand people have died of pneumonia in the same time frame. Now, do they really have pneumonia or yeah. did they have fucking the coronavirus and Florida was marking it the other way because that's, that, that's just how they roll? You know what I mean? It's yeah, incredible. Yeah, go ahead, but
1: I'm saying I I, I I didn't know that that's crazy. You know? Yeah, no, yeah. it's
0: true. Yeah, check it out. It's just incredibly sad to me that everything is so politicized now that every Dude. little fucking thing. And it's both sides are fucking guilty. The media is the most. Diplomatic. I don't know anyone. I've got, you know, you, know, you and I in our world have a, way more friends on the left than on the right. But I also have a lot of friends, uh, you know, Republican friends, conservative. And they hate the media, obviously, big time. And the people on the left hate the media. I don't know anyone who likes the media or who thinks the media is doing a good yeah. job. Yeah, um, I know they just – they make – they fucking tend to make things way worse than they need to be. I think a lot of the spike has gone up. I mean, some people are saying it's not related to um, the protests, which I find a little hard to believe. I mean, you got that many people together. Yeah. I'm not saying people share be protesting. It's a – you know, it, it's your right to do that, of course. But of course. Um, you'd think a little bit of a residual. But the fact that Chicago, which – had tons of it, um, hasn't seen a spike. Who knows? Um, Dude, it's
1: crazy. It's one of those things where it's like... Oh, sorry. I, I was going <laughs> to to add to what you're... I know my fucking connection sucks right now. Uh, to add to what you're saying, it's crazy, because I thought we would see a big spike because of the protests. Yeah. Um, but we're not, because I look at those numbers every day, and uh, Illinois has done so well. And I think also because all of us... Our- Dude, amazing, and then because I think all of us were like, "You gotta wear a fucking mask," and we were like, "Okay, whatever." Like,
0: why? You know why? Because why? fight it? are. Believe it or not, I think it's because we're alcoholics, and also yeah. Chicagoans. We were used to. We're used to staying indoors through April anyway because the weather sucks so much ass. Yeah. So everybody, and and so many people I know, have always. D- I think like New Yorkers, their apartments are so small yeah. that they like to be out and about whenever I visited friends in New York, we barely are inside always out and about LA um, people in LA are just like selfish in a lot of ways. So I understand why LA it's spread so much. And I'm using <laughs> Chicago. I'm bringing up New York and LA. Cause these are the other two big cities. Now Houston, their, gov- their local government didn't really take it seriously enough. Um, talking to some texas friends and houston's medical center which is one of the biggest uh, in the country the world or whatever they're at like 97 capacity right now
1: if they oh have another God. couple
0: bad weeks, if they have another week like they just had they're they're fucked down in texas that's um, scary our own, pentagon, yeah, our own pentagon um said that they won't they're banning u.s military from going to certain states i think it's like florida Texas and Michigan maybe? I don't know. There's like three or four states. I guess Michigan's on the rise again too, which is surprising because I thought they like did a good job. But then they also had a lot of people protesting there too. Um, I, again, I, my point with Chicagoans is that I think we heard, uh, if, if we don't stop this, you're, the summer is going to be in trouble. So everyone yeah. was like, all right, we, we got word, what, March 13th, March 14th, we're shutting down the bars. It was right after St. Patrick's Day weekend because they probably should have shut them down before that weekend. Oh, yeah. and they Right? So it's we got a, word. All right, we're sh- we're shutting stuff down, and all everyone. I think a lot of Chicagoans were just like, "All right, the well, weather's going to suck for a while," and it did. The weather was garbage. It was raining so every day. It was cold yeah. for a while. So I think we were just like, "All right, we'll chill out because we want our festivals come summertime. We want our street fest, and this is a big street fest town. Everyone listening across the country that you might not be aware of that." But every weekend in the summer in the city of Chicago, there's multiple festivals going on, whether it's like a rib fest, a burger fest, a retro music fest or or whatnot. You know, it's it's one of the cool, cool things about this city is drinking outside. So I think everyone's like, All right, we'll chill inside for another, you know, six weeks or so. And look, I was on text threads with a lot of different friends and some of them were pissed off about it, and others were like, Whatever yeah we're all i gotta do it anyway i think the big mistake was our government did a shitty job economically you, you're forcing businesses to shut down you need to take more measures than just here's a 1200 hundred dollar
1: check right. and then giving
0: all the money to these you know corporations that we're probably gonna be fine anyway yeah. i know i, I we, have a lot of, we have a lot of friends with small businesses who are like yeah, yeah i could apply for one of those ppp loans but the fucking rates are dog shit so once businesses are opening back up i'm going to be operating at a loss even further you know, it's it's really it sucks. a little burger place up the street from me that I love. This place called Stacker's closed, but they're closed permanently now.
1: Really? Oh, that's sad.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah what can you do then? Yeah, I don't to, to depress everybody. I know this is a comedy podcast, and I feel like I just depressed everybody by talking about this shit. I just want everyone around the country wear the fucking mask. It's not that big a deal. All right, right. it's kind of fun. Every time I'm about to walk into a target, I put the mask on, I envision myself robbing the joint. It's kind of a fun <laughs> thing. I go, all
1: right, let's fucking yeah. go.
0: Yeah, when I hit my eyes. I get the fuck out of there as quickly as I can, which is hard yeah. to do sometimes.
1: It's a target. Yeah. What would you steal? So if you were going to steal something, what would be like your go-to?
0: Hmm. All right. Well, I just bought a new TV, so I don't need anything electronic. I need a better Blu-ray player, though. That's uh, for sure.
1: That's important.
0: Now you are on 4K now. I heard right. All I'm all new. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm all 4K right now. So do you,
0: do you have to get a 4K player? Or does Blu-ray play 4K?
1: No, so uh, there's Blu-ray, which is 1080p, or 1080i, no, 1080p, and then there's 4K, which is like twice that. Um, So if you want to play 4K, you have to buy, like, uh, I don't want to walk away, but like, dude, Jaws just came out in 4K, there's so many movies that are coming out in 4K right now. Um, My my TVs are
0: 4K, but I know my
1: You have to get a player, you have to get a player that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, but it's, well, yeah. it's, it's like some movies are so worth it. Like, it's like it looks good. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm also a fucking nerd about this shit. But like, well, it's dude, I have like, Disney
0: Plus. Uh, Disney Plus, and the Marvel movies in 4K do look really fucking badass, man.
1: Right? They look great, dude. But do you Endgame? Yeah, I have, a 40, endgame.
0: I have a 4K television. Yeah,
1: yeah. What TV did you get? If you don't mind me asking,
0: I got a 65 inch Vizio.
1: Okay, I heard if you go to vizio.com slash pub, you get 10% off if you type in.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I wish, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who,
0: goes to the, who goes to the website of the television brand directly? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I was going to get a Samsung, like, this crystal thing, but the one salesman was like, dude, so many people have been complaining about these. And I was like, all right. And then I started looking at reviews. And people were like, oh, "Vizio's like a little bit on the cheaper side, but they had like the most positive reviews." And I was like, "Really?
1: This is and, a great TV, man." Uh,
0: yeah, and Samsung's reviews weren't great. People were like, "And that doesn't that doesn't surprise me." Although I know so many people like rave about the Samsung Galaxy now. I had the very first Samsung Galaxy, and I fucking hated it. Really? And then the phone, here's why I switched to the iPhone. The battery on my Samsung swelled up and and it didn't blow up in my fucking face, luckily, because I know that was happening, but it swelled up and I couldn't put it back in.
1: Are you serious?
0: Like, I open, the thing popped out when I went to put it back in, like it doesn't fit anymore. And I brought it to like a cell phone place, and they're like, Oh yeah, you just need a new phone. us see see how it's like swelled up right there. I'm like, Yeah.
1: That's scary. Yeah,
0: yeah. The only other thing I liked about the Samsung Galaxy, the one that's the one I had like the first one of it. Which was trying to compete with the iPhone was it came with the movie Inception, so the movie Inception, out of my
1: phone. <laughs> which is on 4K uh, now, which is great.
0: Yeah, I really yeah. liked that movie at the time, so I was, I
1: was pretty yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you are you watching? What I
0: steal? No, man. I go, I go back to that. that's a good question. What would I steal, dude? I'm such a good dad. I'd be stealing toys for my boys. Oh, toys,
1: for toys, boys. toys for the boys. Boys. Like what would okay? So great question. So what would be like the first thing you steal for your kids? Like, what do you want? What's the one thing you want to get? To your kids that you haven't yet, like a papa shot.
0: Oh, dude, I, I was thinking because we were you know we were we were drinking in the garage. Yeah, that garage needs a
1: pop shot. I need do a a shot in the garage. Oh,
0: dude, you need one so bad? Yeah, yeah, because that would really help us socially distance better too. Yeah, because we had four players on the sixty four, and we were spread all right. We were pretty. Yeah, decent. We're and then good. we had a couple of people hovering over because they wanted to watch the action because there was nothing else yeah. nice to occupy. Yeah, dude, it was. It was I'm gonna have people over in the garage again. We can't smoke cigarettes though because the wife complained that the whole garage just stunk like cigarettes the next day. Good. So that's yeah, that's gotta get it out. We're gonna have someone go into the alley. I'll put a little little chair out in the alley, smoke yeah. out there, up the garage door open a little bit. Um, what else do I need in there? I need I need to like better. Now the lighting's fine, but I need to decorate it a little bit more. I felt like if it okay. felt a little cold. What would you okay. do? Throw a flag up some posters.
1: Dude, if you okay, this is a good question. If you uh if you had unlimited money, right? And then your wife was like, whatever you want to do with the garage, do it. What would be like your top three changes? Like what would you do to make the garage like uh a Joe Kilgallen hangout place? I hate the, right, well I hate the term man cave. I hate that term. I think it's so stupid, but like what would you do?
0: What would I do? All right. Well, here's what I've always wanted. I've wanted um, a pool table. Badly. Yeah. Nice. Look, we don't even park in the garage, but we have to keep enough space in case we go on a vacation and we need to throw a car in the garage. Right. So uh, I was talking about Nolan earlier. He wanted to like <laughs> rent out my garage for a little bit because he was going to buy a car for his kid or something. Um, yeah, dude. I. All right. I saw a garage on some one of those HGTV shows where they actually like drywalled it and it looked pretty fucking great.
1: Oh, um, Smart. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I'd want to. They painted the floor too, so it was still like a concrete floor, but it was like painted, so it looked nice. I'd want to do that. Um, all right. I want an arcade game. I want either Blitz or NBA Jam. Uh, if I have unlimited money, unlimited nice. money, I'm getting both. What am I doing? Dude, dude, you do Maybe you can do Ninja Turtles arcade or Simpsons was really fucking good. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. You can do. Okay, so arcade one up. Do you know about this? No. So Walmart has it. Um, I think Kmart has it maybe. I don't I don't if Kmart's still a thing, but like they make these like makeshift arcade like boxes basically with a screen. And it's like four or five hundred bucks each. And but they have a they have a, a bay jam one and they have three versions of jam. I, I think they have a turtles one where they have a bunch of different versions of turtles, and they have like um uh Street Fighter. Uh, and they have like golden tea, so it's like, it's like an arcade cabinet that's affordable.
0: Oh, so how much like did it cost? Did you say that or I missed that?
1: It's it's like it, I, I did say because my internet sucks it's four to five hundred bucks it's, it's expensive it's not bad i mean yeah uh,
0: a friend of ours uh cj Taldano, he had a nba jam that he bought i think for like 1200 bucks at his place in la
1: oh really oh that's so he cool yeah at his
0: old apartment which is nuts because he lived like in like in the silver lake hills i think it was where, where do you live or the highland park oh, yeah. hills highland park's neighborhood in la also a very wealthy suburb of chicago but yeah. and, and it looked like a night i remember going to parties at his place in kind of there was fun but it was you dreaded it because you have to like walk up the steepest incline and oh, then you're yeah. drunk and you're rolling back down to your car not you <laughs> don't drink and drive we don't drink and drive no, everybody
1: no not good it's You'd not, say it's not good. good we don't do that it's not, not a good
0: thing i know i sound insincere because i'm changing my voice but this is the best i got uh yeah, you're like,
1: no it's not no it's not with my hands no it's not yeah no. we yeah.
0: Do. yeah anyone watching knows jonah's being sincere uh yeah the arcade games would be really dope a pool table see look i mean i got a pretty good sized garage it's about a two-car garage um i gotta i could clean it out way better than i have i gotta put some stuff up in like the rafters that's where i've, I've fucked up i don't use that space as well as i could but an arcade would be great pool table would be really great i get one of those things to throw on top of it so we could play like cards on the pool table too um the papa shot dude you're really selling me on papa shot yeah.
1: Speaking of um, which, I think eight. that's
0: it. And then put up another TV. That way you have one TV for video games, another TV for like yeah. uh, for watching sports or, or a movie. Watch Jaws in 4K. Dude, Jaws in 4K.
1: So good. And this Adobe uh, uh, Atmos uh, surround sound. You should get surround sounding for <laughs> for your garage. It would I be should.
0: great. <laughs> I don't be. have surround sound at my house, but I get it in my garage. It'd probably be easier to set up in the garage, though. Oh, because it's more
1: sure. Yeah. That's interesting. uh it's interesting you brought up CJ cuz CJ also he got a pop shot. That's why that's what made me think of pop shot. is cuz of CJ.
0: He does. He has one in his garage. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I would like my, my kid would like that enough, but they're young, like, you know, 3 and 1, they're not really pop shot age. Oh. So, I would have to ooh, ooh, this is a good one. Ron Grant throws out a hot tub maybe. I don't
1: know. You want a hot no, tub? I
0: mean, you want more open. You want more open air for a hot tub. Hot tubs more yeah. for the yard. And I suppose yeah. uh, garage. What would I steal for my kids? My son likes a lot of like race car stuff right now. He's to like the, like the tracks for that. So I have to give him some of that. Still a big fan of Toy Stories. So I would just dump the Toy Story stuff. There used Man. to be like commercials when we were kids for Toys R Us where it's like you can win a unlimited or a one-hour shopping spree, at Toys R Us. Dude, yeah. Remember the shit in the, in the commercial yeah. showed a kids in yeah. a cart just pushing shit in because it's it's as much stuff as you could get for one hour. And I don't know if you got one card or multiple cards or if you could reuse cards or it's, there's you yeah. I remember seeing like watching Power Rangers when I was like nine and hearing yeah. commercials being like enter because you used to enter like there was all sorts of contest uh, like prizes and like contests you could enter in commercials. I don't see those nowadays. No. Granted, I don't watch a lot of regular television anymore, but I don't think they exist the way they used to. I know Toys R Us doesn't exist, but in general, you'd think there'd be more like, hey, enter and win. And you could do, like, this cool thing.
1: Yeah. Like, literally, that's why I brought that. <laughs> that's why I asked you that question. Because of the the shopping spree thing, where you would, uh, like, you have five minutes to get whatever you want inside one cart. And I would always plan any sh- any store I would go to as a kid. I would plan what that outcome would be for me. Like, I would go here first, throw that shit in because it's smaller, and then kind of build up to bigger stuff. like. It was like I I I'm in my 30s. I still do that in my brain, where I would be like, okay, if I want to unlimited shopping spree, this is exactly what I would do. And like, do you remember? Do you remember Nick? Do you remember Snick at night?
0: Yeah, Snick at night was. Um, no, what was that? Because wouldn't it be just regular Nick at night when it was old stuff?
1: Yeah, but it was Saturday. It, remember- it, it was Saturday Nick at night, so it was like. Um.
0: Oh, did they have like what? Tales from the Crypt and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, no, well, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Tales from the Crypt. What was the what, what was a scary show? Are you afraid of the dark? Are you, Are dark? you afraid yeah. of the dark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would do this thing where they would if you if you entered to their contest, you they would call you up and if you if you answered like, hey Snick and Knight, you would get like that shopping spree thing. And I never entered in, but I always thought I was going to get the call. So, like, at that Saturday, I would tell my mom, do not answer the phone. I answer every phone call. And it would be like, stick, stick a night. Um, even though, like, I never entered into the contest. Like, that things like our kids, like your kids, our kids, my five-year-old kids, they'll never know that excitement of a phone call, a house phone call. Where you're yeah, like, dude, right?
0: That's a good point. I used to have so much fun um prank calling people. Oh, or just man. dude. Yeah. I remember even in the high school, in the high school, we would answer the phone in like dickhead ways. Yeah. What was the one? My one friend, um, because he we'd hang out at his house all the time, my friend Pat Gamboni, fun name. Good dude. He uh we would answer his phone and be like Gamboni summer home, summer great home, name. summer not. Yeah, it's a great name, right? Yeah. Um my one friend had one that was like so inappropriately evil, but also hilarious. Um, he would answer the phone and say, Cook County abortions. I can't even say, I can't say the whole thing. Never mind. You, uh, I can't. I can't. No, I can't. I just remembered halfway into it. I'm like, no, I can't even do it. <laughs> I can't. Um, uh, everyone, uh, subscribe to the Patreon. I'll say it because I'm going to do a little bonus with Jonah tonight. <laughs> uh, I'll post it tomorrow. I'll say that full one. I can't even say the whole fucking thing, dude. It's not even worth it. It's I not would- worth it for the laugh, man.
1: So I, uh, I, I, feel like, from, I feel like I
0: bitched out everyone. I feel like I bitched out on you guys on that one. Damn, no, no,
1: I, no. Like- so, so I would. So here's my story. So I would, um, on like Wednesdays, I'd visit my grandma who lived like 30 minutes away from me. I'm from Wisconsin. She uh, 30, 30 minutes away, and I would call my friends on the landline, and I'd say, "Hey, come over, hang out." <laughs> uh, and they're like, "Okay, cool." And then they live like three blocks away, so they would. I thought it was so funny that they would come all the way to my house with their bike, probably a dyno VFR, and nice. yeah, and then knock on my door, and then nobody would answer. I lost probably three friends because I was like, hey, come over, hang out with me. And then it, to me, I thought it was the greatest prank I've ever done in my whole entire life. And I was in a different I was in a, i was 30 minutes away. I was a different say.
0: Dude, right. that is So fucking dumb. I'm (laughs) sorry. I love you, but your big prank was come over to my house. Yeah. You weren't home.
1: I wasn't home. I thought it was the funniest thing.
0: That is like, you know, it's a really underrated television show of the last decade, a show called New Girl. And that's my favorite
1: show. Yeah.
0: Really? It's one of mine, too. I've been watching reruns of it before I go to bed lately. It's on Netflix. And uh, so good. I got another Netflix show I want to ask you about because I've, starting to watch it and and i'm enjoying it you ever watch a show where you're like i'm enjoying the hell out of this but nobody really talked about it does that mean it was bad and i just had yeah. bad taste
1: is it or, the floor is it the floor is lava
0: no it's not the floor is lava because everyone's okay. talking about that i haven't checked oh lines. really I, didn't know here, that. Okay. I i it's not that one but here's what i was gonna say about new girl the the one character winston is played by um i forget the guy's name lamore something or other he's from chicago funny Bro- dude
1: Lamore Crawford, right? No, Lamar. No, so funny. He's a, yeah, he's yeah, funny. Yeah, he's a funny. He's a very funny
0: stamp comedian too, Lamar Crawford. He's also um Bill Burr's partner in Breaking Bad. He
1: yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, they talked about how his pranks either went way too big or too Yeah, slow. Yes, and that's why I feel like that you're, you know, his example was they were like, they cut to him where he got someone deported, and they're like too big, and then it cut back to where, like, the one character, Schmidt's eating cereal, and he's like, is this a blueberry? And then he's just like, gotcha! And it's like, okay, I like blueberries. That wasn't, like, yeah. like, too small or way too big, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's yours. I mean, yeah. like, come on over.
1: <laughs> I, got, I got him so bad. Um, dude, that guy, that, uh, that actor is so underrated in that show. He's so funny. And I hate that he doesn't get the recognition. All the has, actors on that right. show are
0: really funny, he, I
1: feel like. I have a uh, uh, Nick
0: Johnson, or no Jake Johnson. Is Jake, Johnson. Jake I have Nick.
1: a I have a comedy crush on Jake Johnson. I think he's so funny. Like he's great.
0: No, he's fantastic. The guy who played Schmidt. I forget his name. Is really really good. Oh, so he good. was actually in a movie that's over here by me. Um Wolf of Wall Street. No, he was he in Wolf of Wall Street? No, he looks like he, he would be. Yeah. Um The Big Short. He was in a couple scenes in The Big Short. He plays one of like
1: oh the that's young. No. I'm thinking of the big short. Yeah. He's great in that. Yeah.
0: He plays one of the young mortgage broker guys in Florida where they're like, yeah, yeah. We'll give a mortgage to anybody. not even like, verify income. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: He's like, don't even And then don't later remember. at the end of the,
0: yeah. At the end of the movie, they show him at a job fair. Cause it's like your job. Doesn't yeah. exist anymore, but You know, um, that was a great movie. I got to watch that one again. Dude, yeah, we just, were talking about that in the garage. Remember we got into yeah. it. Yeah. All the guys, we start talking about movies and, you know, I think I was talking about like Oscar winners. A lot of them are fucking overrated. And then I talked about Spotlight. How I liked Spotlight as a movie, with Michael Keaton, everyone. It's about the uh, the Boston Globe, the newspaper. They exposed the um, the you know child molestation thing going on with the Catholic Church in Boston. And, and yeah, it was a great movie. But to me, The Big Short should have won that year because yes. I already hated child molester priests. But The Big Short made me like hate and question. America's economic, the whole capitalism.
1: Dude. you know how hard it is
0: to make people who grow up like uh, Americans? It made Americans want to hate capitalism, which is a harder thing to do than to make people hate child molesters. Right. And like, and I knew that story. I feel like they'd have been like, I know John, like the priest Catholic priest thing. I feel like spotlight great movie, but it should have been made 10 years earlier. Yes. Where the big short came out in 2014 or 2015 and it was about all the shit that happened in 07, 08. So I feel yeah. like that was, you know.
1: Yeah. It's so – I because you and I were on the same page because I actually – okay, so on the whole way home after your plays, I got in a fight with the two comedians at, at your place, uh, because they were spotlights great. I go, yes, it is great. But The Big Short is a better movie. Like, it's just a fucking better great. movie. It's more entertaining. I just I, – because I, I literally watched it. it. It's so good, dude. And, like, Ryan Gosling is great in it. And Steve Carell is fantastic. So, and, yeah. and Christian Bale. Brad Christian Pitt. Bale. Dude, Brad Pitt is great. It's you know,
0: people, like, Christian Bale is an underrated actor. I never liked his Batman voice. You know that? Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh, Batman, like that kind what? of shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, uh,
1: yeah.
0: That, you know, um, the Joker's a madman. Like whatever the fuck he always did. Like yeah. he overdid the Batman voice. Um, yeah. Someone made a good point about the Batman voice saying all the other Batmans were idiots. Cause they didn't disguise their Bruce Wayne voice. Yeah. Or he actually disguised it, which made him smart. Cause you know, Bruce Wayne's such a big like star of a citizen in Gotham that someone would have been like, doesn't Batman sound like Bruce Wayne? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but either way, I just, I just didn't like the voice where it's just like, well, yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of shit. But he's a great actor, man. American psycho. Fantastic. <laughs> Um, he's the fighter, dude. You ever see the fighter with Mark Wahlberg?
1: So good in the fighter, yeah. I love. Stole the dude. movie. He won the think, for that. He, yeah, he won a, a, a best supporting for that. He's great. Yeah,
0: yeah, man. yeah, man. Um, Jonah, I want to talk movies with you now, just to give everyone a little tease. Right now, it's good. Yeah. To, uh, it was good to have. A, it was good to have a fun, silly little podcast here where we, you know, we talked about some fun shit or some somewhat serious stuff. um I now am going to hold Jonah back for a little bonus in which we're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. I got a big box of DVDs here. Um,
1: is it the ones I gave gonna, you?
0: Uh, you gave me five or six, but this box is about 25 or 30. I'm oh, going to sure. pull some random ones out, and based on like the stars of them, I'm going to give you Fuck, Mary Kill okay. for those. I think there will be a fun way to do it for the bonus. Um, because I have to apologize to my Patreon subscribers. I haven't given you anything new in a couple weeks. Uh, my, my latest album came out, everyone. Big shout out to everyone who uh, bought it or listened to it. And you can now stream it. I don't care. Uh, it's a uh, pit buy it, though. It's better. I get more money than if you just listen to it on Spotify. Joel, uh, can, it I, was number one I- can I
1: give you a compliment? Can I give you a compliment?
0: Yeah, thanks, man.
1: Dude, you're like, okay, so I've known you for a long, long time. I've known of you for even longer. And you've always been, like, one of my favorite comedians. And your first two albums were great. But, like, this last album. Absolutely, was incredible, and uh, I think if anybody likes you even a little bit, they have to buy it because it's fantastic. And like, I really love where your comedy's going, and you're you're like such an inspiration to me, and I love it. You're great.
0: Oh, thanks, man. That's really nice. Yeah, of you. Dude, um, yeah, I mean that. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. The album's called. I didn't say anything bad. Um, the previous ones are available too. Pay attention was my first one in 2015, and Can't Complain was last year. Um, I think I like Can't po- Can't Complain a little bit better. I don't know why. Really? Uh, I was thinking oh, about dude, it the other day. Which one. of the two? Which of the two do I like a little bit better? Um, and I think I like Can't Complain slightly. I don't know. Other people have told me this one's my best. They go at you know, and it should be. You want everyone to get better than the previous. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what it, I think. Camp complain. Um, it was a cool part of my life where the first half was written before I became a dad, and the second half was written right after
1: I became uh, a dad. Yeah, yeah you know,
0: yeah. I almost made it. I almost wanted to push it where I was going to be one theme, one topic, but in really, it's broken into like two. Um, if it was like, you know, back in the day, we have a side A and side B of the, the record. Uh, side A would have been all about before having the kid and side B would have been after the kid. But instead, really, if you notice, I open by, I open with some like silly shit, but then I, when I get into it, get into it, I talk about, all right, we're planning on having a baby. And then it ends with the delivery. Yeah. So I thought about making it one theme, but I really, I, the first half's like, I'm i I'm going to become a dad. What that, what's that going to be like? Blah, blah, blah. And then the second half is just kind of like some life stuff, and then Dude. I circle back. But this I, last one uh, is about you know I have two kids now, so yeah, I had some more. It was more a little bit more uh, fatherly wisdom, I suppose.
1: Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna derail this for a second because I really want to ask you this because like you're younger than I am, uh, and I respect you as a person and as a comedian. Like, like, thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome uh how was that like the the, the oh, wow. moment the moment your your son was born like how like what kind of change is that like i'm so i'm such a version to that i don't know like
0: that's incredible. i don't know i don't know if it could be okay. summed up in like a sentence or two so we had a fun thing where we didn't know the sex of I, you know, either time we didn't know boy or girl going into it.
1: Ah, I didn't know
0: it was my job to look first and then tell my wife. So both times I was like, "Oh, there's a baby," and "Oh, that's a dick, boy." You know, um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, dude, it's a, re- it's really surreal because you're getting to know, you know, you're seeing the your the woman growing. Yeah. This you know, belly and, and and kicking like crazy. Like the last like six weeks, you, it's almost like there's a little gremlin in there moving around doing uh, like, you know, like, yeah, you know, and um and then all of a sudden it's like it's there. And there's a thing that kind of comes over you in this weird sense where it's like, Oh, that's mine. i'm uh, not in like a weird possessive yeah controlling like, yeah, yeah, yeah. controlling freak type of way, but it's yeah. almost like 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 you're you're my baby. And um, like in that moment, it's like pure joy, and you, you almost feel like. And I've said this to a per, couple people, and I, I don't. It's weird to say because you don't want to come off. I don't know how to what the word I'm looking for. So you don't want to come off like what I'm experiencing is, is better than what you're experiencing or something, right. because it's unfair to people who don't want to have children. If you don't want to have children, good. I'm not saying good. I'm saying like, good for you for knowing what you want. Like, you know what I mean? If anyone I know who says they don't want to have kids, I will never try to convince them otherwise. Cause if you don't want them, you don't want them. That's fine. There's enough children out there. Um, I think the point I'm trying to make is I felt like I didn't know what, you don't know what love is until you have a child.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. I love my wife. You
0: love your, you you love your family. Obviously you love your friends. You you know, like I I love my wife to death. Um, But there's something different about, being a parent and having a kid and that yeah. that is completely different like um yeah man it's nuts it really that's, is
1: that's so cool man i'm like so proud of you and like uh you know i you know i consider you a very close friend and like it's just like so cool that like you have two fucking beautiful kids and you're such a good dad and it's great it's amazing like dude it's like so cool and thanks uh, john
0: man i appreciate that buddy
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, sorry <laughs> sorry that we're getting really serious here but like, no, dude, I know-
0: Sure, it's, it's, uh, I get it, dude. I appreciate
1: it. Dude, but like, it's like that Louis. Okay, not to bring up Louis, but like that Lucy K. bit where he he's can bring like, him up. Yeah, he did some stupid shit, but he
0: still has um, some great jokes and
1: philosophy. Too that one joke where he's like, uh, where he gets married, and he's like, oh, I can't leave. Like, I wasn't planning on leaving, but I can't leave now. And then he has a kid, and he sees his kid, and he's like, oh, I could have left like i can't like i could have left and like now i'm stuck here like it's just like that you see this person that you made and you're like you're everything to me like you're the most important it's just like it's 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 amazing dude like you're a good dad uh you live in a shitty neighborhood do you ever
0: <laughs> think do you ever what'd you say
1: i said you live in a shitty neighborhood and your house sucks but you're uh, you're you're
0: right, you, you, you had to insult
1: me in, in and right <laughs> Cause I don't like being uh, so nice. I don't like being nice to
0: you. I don't like it. My neighbor doesn't suck. It just, there's not much happening. I guess it's a family neighborhood, you know?
1: No, it's a good dude. It's, it's I, 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 I,
0: I can't live um, in the trendy parts of town anyway. I can't afford them. Um, not that I want to. I always thought to myself, I was thinking to myself the other day, cause I look at like real estate websites for fun sometimes. And I thought if the money was unlimited, what part of town would I live in, I still think I'd live closer to this way because there's just more like activities for kids as far as like parks yeah. and schools and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I mean, I oh, do like know? Lincoln Park a lot too. Yeah. You know? and I, don't, I don't like it as much as I used to. I think I had that thing where when I was growing up, I wanted to live by all the bars and stuff and like live by like Wrigley Field even. Yeah. Um, let me check out here. Yeah. All right. Here. Here's an example. You're a movie guy. Everyone, Jonah has over what, 5,000 DVDs or something? Uh,
1: I have 50, like 20, I have a 2,500 right now. Yeah.
0: Twenty five hundred, it's nuts. Like if you go to his apartment, you have a kick ass apartment, by the way. Your Back deck. This guy, nobody grills like Jonah. Nobody. When he has people over, that's why I can't. I can't wait to get back out into doing regular stuff again. Um, you know, I've joked throughout this that I've kind of enjoyed quarantine. I, I've enjoyed some aspects of it, but the getting together with people, I, I miss hardcore, especially during um, eighty five degree days. And you, dude, you throw the big screen up when we're watching SummerSlam outside, dude. I love that yeah. TV outside so cool to me but anyway um here's since you're a big movie guy i figured this is a a good call um the movie manchester by the sea have you seen it dude no i want to see it so bad i heard it's fantastic. all right right. well no well i can't make the reference i was going to say now let me just say this because the people listening who have seen that movie uh, that movie came out bef- a year before I became a dad. It came out in 2016. Oh. And there's, there's, there's this part in the movie that will affect any person, whether they have kids or not. It hits so much harder when you have kids, though. That'll just That's all I'll say, because that doesn't give away the plot for you, and it's also a, a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge to people who have seen the movie who are going to be like, oh, yeah, fuck, I can, I can see that really fucking you up. Because, dude, things hit differently, man. Like I, uh, I bet. I I'll, do. Do you have any, I find myself crying at movies that I never would have cried
1: at before and things like that. Do you have any any other examples of that? Like
0: Well, I'll have examples of stuff where like you my son, I mean, granted they're young, so it's different, but um when my son was one and a half or maybe he was almost two, there was like a good month where he was loving the Lion King, the animated one. And um, you know, we were watching Lion King all the time. But every time we watch it, I skip the scene where Mufasa dies. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. his, I'm, his Murasa, and yeah. I don't want him seeing me die, and then I don't want him then trying to kill his uncle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Crazy man. What a fucking so, like, stuff,
0: stuff like that. Like you start to think differently about. I don't know, man. Um, dude, there was a there's a short on Disney Plus. Everyone called Float. <sighs> that one. <laughs> Just tears, you? man. Pixar, dude. Fucking Pixar knows yeah. how to. Make your soul hurt. That's what Pixar will do to, to a man. The toughest dudes I know will cry to Pixar movie.
1: I feel like such an asshole because I don't, I don't watch animated films. I've never seen any of the Pixar. I've never seen, I, dude. I swear to God, I've never seen Toy Story. I've never seen Story, Toy Story two. I've never seen uh, the the balloon with the old man. Uh, I haven't seen it
0: yet either. That's up. I've Really? Either.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: now that one, because I've heard everyone that one got. Everyone was, you're going to cry. You're going to cry. So I got to go, yeah. I'm like, eh. And that was when it was out. And now that I can watch it whenever I want, I'm like, I still don't know if I want to go through this emotional shit. Yeah. Um, dude, dude, you should watch them because you would like them.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah. Dude, you, watch toys. Do you have Disney Plus?
1: I do.
0: Okay. Watch Toy Story 1 tonight. Okay. Um, dude, how good is Disney? I love Disney Plus. Everyone thought like, oh, it's just because you're dead. No, because I was able to catch up on the Marvel movies. And I fucking yeah. love those, man.
1: Yeah. Were you dude, a Marvel I, movie fan? You know, I I hated. I am and I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm kind of against them, but like, I think uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is one of the best movies I've ever seen. And That's the, right. so good, dude. And then the last two, Avengers, are so good. Like, so
0: good. So good. The Endgame? I fucking love Endgame, man. Oh so fucking.
1: The first two I hated. <laughs> uh, but. The last two are so good, and like Thor Ragnarok, like is so good, amazing,
0: man. Oh man, so I'm watching excited. that one with the wife. I'm so excited for her to see dude,
1: it. And, it's and, so good. Dude. I like ti-
0: Zeppelin playing too. So good.
1: And Tiger Wattie TT T- as a director is so talented, and he's so funny. It's just it, they're like, they're great. They're really fucking good. Yeah.
0: Ryan Grant in the chat says, "Up is incredible." All right, I'll I'll watch Up. I just, it's enough emotional movies, man. Onward. I watched Onward came out like two months ago. It was supposed to come to theaters, but they threw it right. Did you watch Onward? No. That's a Pixar movie. Yeah, (laughs) you do not watch any of them, but dude, that one will make you cry too.
1: Joe, have you seen any of like the advanced VOD movies? Like, is there anything that's, uh, since quarantine? Is there, is there any movies? No, that, you know
0: why? Because, look, look, I was going to watch Trolls 2 with my kid because he likes the original Trolls. The original yeah. Trolls is really good with Justin really? Timberlake. And, uh, yeah, Justin Timberlake does the voice of one. It's a lot of songs. So kids love, you know, music. Um, and, there's some, and there's some funny parts to it. Justin Timberlake's character is really funny. And, uh, what's the other one's name? Oh, man, what's, she's, she's so hot, too. What's her name? Anna Kendrick.
1: Like, hot dogs. Oh, uh, she's so pretty. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, she's pretty pretty. She's like, you know, good looking. But like, I don't know if I double take if I walk by her in public. But her voice to me is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah anyhow, um, that movie. So they had like Trolls World Tour, which is, like the sequel. That was like set records, I guess, for like video, like box office or video on oh, Um. Yeah. And I know, like uh, King of Staten Island, or not? Is it called King of Staten Island? Yeah. yeah. I was gonna check that one out because our friend Lisa Trager's in it. But dude, yeah. it's like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks to rent for two days. Why don't I just wait it's a couple different. more months and buy it for $10 and have it yeah. for the rest of my life?
1: It she, doesn't, did, it's a
0: stupid business model.
1: Dude, Lisa is great in that. And, like, you know, we're all friends Lisa. She's fantastic. And I was like, I was, I didn't know she was in that. So I was like, holy shit, Lisa. Uh, but Bill Burr is incredible. Like, Bill Burr is becoming a very good actor. Uh, Bill
0: Burr is slowly getting into, like, and I'm glad he got this big role. And I'm hoping it spins in yeah. some other bigger parts because – I think he could carry his own movie, and he has yet to be a guy where it's like yeah. Bill Burr and The Rock star in, um, you know, yeah. Boston guys doing Boston shit or whatever it is. I don't know <laughs> if could, The Rock would be. But the Rock sells, sells things.
1: You know? Oh, dude, The Rock sells so much. Uh, he could totally sell his own movie. But, like, dude, like one yeah. of my favorite movies of lockdown is The Way Back with Ben Affleck. I It's such a good movie. It's so good. I've probably watched it five times. It's It's very good. That's a do you, do you know what movie I'm talking about?
0: I haven't checked it out yet.
1: Where he's like I an alcohol, he's an alcoholic basketball coach, basically.
0: Ooh, I'm already in, I'm already on board. I like dude, that idea.
1: Dude, Davin, uh, Gavin, Gavin, uh, what's this? O'Connor directed it. Who directed um, Warrior? Have you seen Warrior, Joe? Was Warrior the UFC one? Yeah,
0: where like the two brothers are like yeah. fighting and Tom Hardy. Yeah
1: so good and then he also did uh the the uh hockey you probably like this the hockey movie where kurt russell's the coach what is that oh miracle miracle yeah he also did yeah. miracle. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. I like miracle dude ben affleck is like, i love ben affleck and he's so good in this movie it's and al magical is the assistant coach uh, all right cool i gotta check that one out i'm gonna put that in yeah. the list um, dude this guy right, maybe
0: i should you know i i got i got a friend who's a movie critic that everyone should check out his uh, blog. It's called uh, a guy.com Maybe I'll have a like a form. Because I, I, I like getting into movies. I feel like we just gloss over them because we talk about all sorts of other shit. Um, I think everyone, I'm going to start to move the podcast to two a week. I might do two a week. One with like a new guest that no one knows or hasn't or new to the podcast. And one with like where I catch up with you or like DeRosa or, you know, um, Eric Erica Nicole Clark, Toomey, Fernandez, where we could like just focus on a specific topic
1: yeah.
0: um and like really like kind of dig into it. I think those would be like like one episode a week of doing that and one episode yeah. a week of like having someone new and, and shooting the shit with them. Dude, can I can I
1: can I interrupt you for a second?
0: I stopped talking, so it wouldn't be an interruption, okay. but go ahead. Dude.
1: Okay you know, obviously to me and, and what Eric Nicole smart, uh, Nicole, is like so fucking funny. She's the funniest person. She's so funny.
0: She's not, is she listening right now? Why are you, uh, why are you up her, up her clip? Why yeah. We're, not, like
1: we're texting right now. No, 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 I'm yeah. uh, No, she's, I'm great. Saying, she's, she's so hard. funny, dude. dude. She's so funny. It's frustrating.
0: It's frustrating how funny she is.
1: Have you ever met anybody like that's like so frustrating that they're so funny where you're like, what the fuck dude? Like, I feel I feel about Marty about you, Danny. Oh,
0: you mean it's frustrating that they're not like more famous? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, you missed part of that, or maybe because you're you're. By the way, everyone, Jonah has been broadcasting his side of the podcast from Hotspot because his internet's. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. Uh,
0: right Why No, it's cool. It's been good mostly. Most of the mostly, mostly pretty good, so good. They're doing. They're I'm doing. Sure. Conf- I'll get those notes later.
1: They're doing construction on my block and my internet has been in and out. And uh sorry. I'm sorry. It's all so good. No.
0: How about um the movie The Accountant? Do you see that one?
1: Dude, same director as uh as The Way Back. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's Zion
0: so Mesa was that one out there.
1: Okay, Zion dude, it's this? such a good movie. It's so and Anna Kendrick's in that too. And it's it's great, it's a great movie. All
0: it's right, really I'm gonna check good. that one out. Yeah. I remember seeing preview before, but I've I gotta I gotta start watching more new shit. Um, I was talking about about a Netflix show. There's a Netflix show called Zoo. I guess it was originally on CBS. And I remember watching it when it was out in in 2017, I think, on CBS. I did one season on CBS, and then Netflix picked it up for a couple more. And Zoo basically is the animals, all the animals on the planet Earth, something happens in which they start killing humans, like all of them.
1: Oh, wow! and they like, okay.
0: it's like some coordinated thing where they like, are like, we're fucking sick of the human beings are fucking up the planet. They're why we have all these problems essentially. And now we're going to, we're going to stop the human beings. So then the, the one group dudes who are like, you know, animal friendly people, they're trying to like come up with a cure because they think the animals got some virus thing where the other people are like, we're just going to fucking kill all these animals. We're going to hold, we're going to do like a Noah's Ark thing. Whoa. We're going to hold back a couple and, you know, just destroy the rest. And so now it's a battle between who could, like, win their side. And I'm enjoying the hell out of it because each episode, like, something we're like, ah, fuck. Like, that's gross as shit what just happened there, you know? Or, like, you know, you see, like, elephants running down a Manhattan Street trying to, like, fuck people up with their tusks. Like, there's some cool stuff like that. But then I'm like, why did this show only do three seasons? How come when I look it up, no one talks about it? Yeah. This is a show does it suck? And maybe I just have bad taste. I don't know. I got to figure it out. Everyone, I'm not through the show yet. I'm halfway to season two, another season three, and then it's over. And I guess it, they didn't make any new episodes after 2018. So, which means it probably ends with no resolve, which really pisses me off with shows. This- you no know, show that gets canceled. Every show yeah. out there, make it so that in case they cancel you, there's a resolve.
1: <laughs> <It's> there's- <laughs> so the end of every season is like a perfect wrap up and then something else happens.
0: Well, yeah, guess I don't know, give me or like a perfect wrap-up that could lead to a next adventure. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah.
1: that.
0: There is a show on Fox called Pitch about the first female baseball player that had Zach Morris in it. Really good show. And then the the last episode of the season one, she like injures herself. Oh uh, and, yeah. and after after they said to her, like, hey, we think you should we should shut you down for the year because you're reaching your innings limit and it's like a real baseball thing. And then um, she gets injured. She falls to the ground, and it ends. And the show got got, got canceled, so they never like resumed play. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, is Mark Paul Garthier or Zach Morris going to get traded? I have no idea. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, yeah. Uh,
0: Joe, Joe, did you ever watch Happy Endings? Yeah, I like that show. That did a couple years too. And that. And yeah, three. Ending.
1: Yeah, it's three. It's uh, it's one of my favorite shows of all time.
0: It was Elisha Cuthbert.
1: A oh, Cuthbert. Yeah, 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 Cuthbert. Yeah. Dude, yeah.
0: I the movie, um the movie The Girl, girl next, door, next Door.
1: Yeah.
0: Dude, that's one of dude, that's still I, a very underrated, underrated movie, The Girl Next Door.
1: Such a good movie. Timothy Oliphant is so good in that. He's good in fucking everything till he's, he's good Timothy at Oliphant. Everything yeah.
0: War, Justified other movies that I can't think of right now. But dude. in a girl next door, he plays this porn director. Yeah. And he's fantastic. There is a scene. In which he goes in to drag the one kid out of his class, and he's like, she "Oh says she yeah. Know what he's about. Yeah, yeah," and then he's like, he's walking Stay in school." Like, yeah, he just goes, "Stay in Stay school." In school.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, yeah. well, first, when he yeah. walks in, the teacher says something, he just snaps his fingers and points. Yeah, and he like, was just such a badass in it. You know what I mean? It's such Dude, a, oh, really good. Is the juice worth the squeeze?
1: Like that's like a thing. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah, man, yeah, yeah.
0: fucking great movie. The girl next door, everyone. All right, I got we gotta end it here. Okay. Jonah and I are gonna do a little something for the Patreon, so be on the lookout for that. Um, big shout out to everyone who supports the Patreon. Only three bucks a month gets you all sorts of access. So I got a six dollar tier for some little extra stuff for some people. Um, and I'm only gonna keep building it. So uh for all of you guys who support, I really appreciate that. Check out the albums on iTunes and Spotify and all that good stuff. Check out Jonah's podcast, it is called uh pedals and uh pricks, everybody pedals and pricks um it's about the bachelor even if you don't like the bachelor you'll enjoy it because jonah's hilarious and his co-host kristin Fenchek is that correct
1: yeah yeah
0: she is also she's very great. funny so, so
1: funny. great yes yeah
0: uh, definitely check that out everyone this has been the joe kilgallen podcast thank you for listening uh cheers